Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chauncey Show. We the people, news and commentary, we're always right and never left. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Welcome to the show. I would like to first start out, as I always do, sending out prayers to all of those who have lost loved ones and those that are suffering in the hospital uh, with COVID-19. We wish you a speedy recovery. We keep you and your family in our prayers every day. We also want to thank the frontline workers, police, fire, doctors, nurses, EMS, scientists, everybody chipping in to try to bring us a normal life with these very sad circumstances that we face, not only in the nation, but in the world today. We don't normally have a show on Friday. Uh, we have a special guest that we're waiting to come into the studio. And before he comes into the studio, I'm going to talk a little bit about this young man. Okay, he is from Jamaica. He lives in Louisiana now. And this gentleman is running. He's a former two-time Olympian. His name is Glaston Bernard, and he's running for U.S. Congress in Louisiana, 2nd District. <clears throat> Mr. Bernard states, to make real change, we must act together immediately. We must empower people to take ownership of their paths to success when giving them the roadmap. Those suffering from generational poverty or lacking the skills necessary to compete cannot achieve their full potential without the help of the community. We, the entrepreneur, business leaders, professionals, elected officials, neighbors and friends are the pillars that compromise the community and the group on which these individuals should look for support. I know that together we can improve the lives of our neighbors and friends, the pillars that compromise the community and the group in which the individuals should look for support. I know that together we can improve the lives of our neighbors and friends who have lost hope and create a district. I would be proud to leave for my daughters. I ask you to join 
in his quest to rebuild the district. Uh, he says that he would be proud to leave to his daughters. And he asks that everyone comes out to support him and help to rebuild his district. He also says that the Green New Deal will be a path for slavery. It's time to vote for values, not color. Your achievements are not a privilege. Um, I know that Mr. Bernard has a very, very busy schedule as we await for him to come into the studio, and I believe that he just arrived in the studio. He has a very tight schedule, so without any further ado, let me turn the mic over to him. Okay, uh, good afternoon. How are you, sir? I am doing well, man. How are you doing, John C? I'm blessed. I was just explaining to my audience that you're extremely busy. Your election's tomorrow, and uh, I said that you'll be coming into the studio shortly. You're behind at another event, uh, but we're happy to have you on the show. I know your time is limited because you have another event, so I'm going to let you take over and jump right in and share with my audience in the, nat- in the nation uh, the things that you want to talk about that are important to you, the state of Louisiana, in the nation. Thank you very much for coming on. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Look, you know, um, as an immigrant to this country, I can say the American dream is alive and well. It is not out of reach for anyone. And we need to continue to emphasize that no matter what people say. You know, I recognize in America, faith, faith in God, family, and education and hard work is is the means and the ways to, to make it in this country. And we have to go back to those basics. You know, we're trying to shame people into feeling bad. We're trying to we're trying to force people to give things. That's not going to get us anywhere but continue to divide us. And um we're trying we're coming up with prescriptions um to to problems that just doesn't work. And one of the things I want to do in, in, in my congressional district, which is second congressional district two in Louisiana, uh, we need to have solutions. Most people already know what the problems are. They've had the same run of the male politicians over the years. Nothing has changed. In fact, it is shameful that uh, President Biden has um, promoted someone from this district to be an advisor to him, just looking at the conditions since the 1960s, there's probably been 10 presidents. And um, you can say, you know, it, what role does a president, um, presidency play in, in the condition of these um, districts? And it sh- they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, but the representatives play a greater role as to how things affect the people in congressional district too, because they're closer to the people. They're the representative of the people, local government. And we are, we are using smoking mirrors and we are bamboozling, especially majority is a majority black district into believing that most of the problems stem from the presidency or, you know, not holding to, you know, to fire the people who actually are supposed to represent them. So my job is to let them know here, look, marriage is a viable option in reducing poverty. In fact, it reduces poverty by 80%. There are prescriptions to use um, marriages to actually reduce um, poverty by incentivizing marriages. And in part of my platform, you'll see... um, you know, people who are in um, getting government support, whether it's in housing, give them three to five years to get off while being married. 
and also if after getting off they can you know they'll if they have a child they'll get five thousand dollars for each child because you know new babies coming tend to cost money up front and also invest in um, their future educational opportunities like another twelve hundred dollars you know for future <laughs> education opportunities training opportunities and stuff like that so try to help them along you know we need to incentivize um, incentivize marriages the, the other issue is um, good quality preschool education. The exposure to good quality preschool education actually works for people, and it, it actually sets you on a path for success and middle class by the time you are 27. My after school education programs actually, and these my after school and high quality education preschool education is not using the government, but we're partnering with private industries within our district and outside of our district. Um, to make these things possible. And, um, my after-school education program would be whatever you want to learn, swimming, dancing, if you're struggling with math, physics, reading, if you want to become a journalist, if you want to be a pipe fitter, a plumber, AC tech, whatever you want to do in after school, you're able to um, take those courses to better yourself. So now that reduces the, um, the opportunity, um, the chances for you you know, just going to college and, and, and ending up in a situation where you don't know what you want to do, what major you, you want, end up with a big student loan, and you just feel trapped. So these programs are designed to help those people who don't want to go to college but want to be able to have something viable and tangible, want to be productive members of society. So the thing is to, to encourage these solutions. And, I, I, you know, if we fix the family a lot of the crime issues that we're having go, you know, tend to go away with that. In fact, when you even look in the black community, in the black community, um, most of the crimes are committed by about three percent of those people. So, ninety-seven percent of blacks don't commit crimes. You know, are, are not a nuisance to the, you know. So, um, but the the, sta- the more stable the family is, the less interaction you have with the police. The thing that I also want to educate. Um, push for is that you need less laws. More laws are actually going to put you in contact with the police force. And the police, law is a force. It's a force that's given to um, a group of people, whether it's the police or the, the military. So mm-hmm. you don't want interaction with the law. So you need stable, strong families. And, and we need to be talking in terms of those things. And they are, then, from my, they, again, it's a majority black district. And I say this vote based on your values, not your color, because majority blacks are conservatives and that's right you know so so we need to start voting our values your values is something you shouldn't be controlled by one political party to where you know one one political party believe that they own that's a recipe that's a recipe to poverty intergenerational poverty but if you belong to no political party and you become an economic force then people have to come to you and they have to come to you with something tangible not this whole gimme, 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 Marxist philosophy or this big government. No, they'll actually have to come and say, you know what, we have to approach these people correctly. So, you know, that's what I'm pushing for. That's what I'm hoping to bring some change and some solutions. And, you know, as an LSU, um, you know, I came here to LSU, became a national champion, at track and field champion at LSU, a two-time Olympian, a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. They made me a champion in Louisiana, man. So they have the resources that's necessary to bring success. If an immigrant like myself can come from Jamaica and come to Louisiana with my black skin, and I say, yes, my black skin, and be able mm-hmm. to be all those things, to be an author, to be a business owner, to be a, a, you know, a husband, a father, you know, if I'm able to do all of those things, then I'm not saying they're not evils and ills out there, but I'm saying you can make it. 
And the first way to be able to be in a bargaining position is to be able to, to have something tangible to offer and bring to the table. So now they can't just slap your hand away and say, you know what, we, you know, you don't matter, you know. So that's pretty much what I'm, I'm pushing for. You know, I absolutely, but, you know, you are pushing for the foundational change and the structural change within the framework of our community and our families that would change generations for the future. That is a very different dynamic. People are not talking like you're talking. We need that type of talk. The only people that are going to solve our problems in our community is us, and that's what you're talking yes. about. You're talking about yes. solutions to the problems that the Democrats have ignored, and you talk about oppression and decimation. The communities that these Democrats represent look like war zones. You look at Baltimore. You look at Chicago. You go to Newark. You go to L.A. I mean, their recipe for success has not worked. It's only further divided and further oppressed poor people, whether they're black, Hispanic, or in white democratic neighborhoods. And this has to stop. Yes. This has to stop because we are losing generations of children, generation of people to drugs and alcohol, mental health. All of these things are coupled because of the breakdown of the family with these programs that you were talking about that keep families separated to receive money. That is institutionalized yes. racism. That's what I call institutionalized or systemic racism, when you oppress people institutionally. And we see the outcome. Since these social programs have come into effect from the 70s and 80s, you have decimated black communities and Hispanic communities and brown communities. Decimated. The educational systems in these communities are falling apart. We have kids graduating who can't read and write in our nation. And they want to talk about critical race theory, and we can't even get to critical thinking skills. Go ahead. You want to jump in? Yes. This is your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but, but no, I, you know, uh, this is the thing. This is what I'm sure. This is the conversation we need to be having. Because, exactly. like, you're right. You want to teach people about critical race theory? What for? So we kill each other? Because that's 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 the the pathway that they're trying to to put us on, and 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 you're talking about um, reading and math, especially um, for, mm -hmm. for for black black children. You talk, Key. It, it's what, it's seventeen percent in reading um, proficiency and only seven percent for math. You know how you know, and this has year in year out, and this one the public I said private in every inner city areas. They need to privatize every public school, schooling facilities, every single one. Now, the public school work in certain area, urban areas better because they have more resources and wealth. They have, they have less discipline problems. And you know what? I'm fine with that. But the reality is you should not be trapped into a life of poverty because of your zip code. You should not be trapped. You need choices. You need opportunities. And uh, like you said, it's foundational issues that is going to mm -hmm. bring about change. Not, not trying to force whites to feel guilty or Jews or anybody else about being successful. We, exactly. we shouldn't be doing that. You know, right. and, and, and that's a tragedy. We, we, we're, going up, we're going down a pathway that we have seen before in history, and it never ends well. And um, 
we have to we have a great country we have great resources man we don't have to reinvent the wheel in in congressional district too we have we have the manufacturing belt we have oil we have natural resources that you know we can do so much with you know we have we have the most even the brilliant people within the state are not able to stay because we don't we are not attracting first class businesses yeah, we we need to go back. We need to open our country up um, with this whole, you know, this COVID issue. We, you know, New Orleans is a vibrant area. It is like a ghost town. You know, we there are people struggling. Restaurants, you know, people in the music industry. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to start doing something differently. And by the way, New Orleans has been in the hands of the Democrats for over 140 years. This congressional district have, uh, has been in the hand of the Democrats for over 100 years, except in 2010, 2008 to 2010. Wow. We have to look at the leadership we're putting in place and, and totally assess where do we go from there? Where do we go? What do we do? Do we continue Absolutely. to listen to the, 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 the ideology that we need to force people to give us something? We don't need to force people to give us anything. This is America. You are the example of the American dream. And as you talked about earlier and you mentioned, we shouldn't be demonizing success. We should be rewarding success. We should be encouraging success. And that success gained by others can reach back and pay it forward. The divide in the identity politics in this country against black, white, rich, poor, gay, straight, it's out of control. It goes against the principles of everything I stand for as, as, as a person of faith and as yes. the foundation that this country was built on of God yes. and religion. And, and Yes, sir. And that's the key. That's the key. It's like, you know, you listen to politicians. You know, I was on a program earlier this morning, and someone is like, well, I just hear conservative talking points. Hold up. The family is not no talking points. The family is the, the foundation of every society. It was the first institution created by God. You can't have a government with a uh, functioning government with, without strong, stable families. You have to have strong, stable families. And the, any policies within the government are supposed to be limited in capacity because the government is not supposed to redefine the role of the family. doesn't get to redefine the role of God either. Amen. Amen. And it, it, and it undermines the principles of the founding fathers that we were founded based on a Judeo-Christian foundation. And if we even look at the founding fathers, they were strong Christian believers. Remember, they left Europe for taxation without representation and persecution of their religion. See, yes. that, that's another thing, too, um, Claston, is that public education has failed our children with educating us with the knowledge of what America and what the world is really about for us to be able to yeah. compete. You know, I I said on social media the other day, how is critical race theory going to help our children compete in a global society? We have to stop looking. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. 
No, you have, well, yeah. you're talking about the critical race theory. You have this Marxist ideology, and it's, mm-hmm. above, it's about replacing God. Even though there's an atheistic component to, to Marxism, Marxism is not um, devoid of religion. Marxism itself is a religion, and it wants to seek to elevate itself above God. That's the whole thing that we're dealing with. We're dealing with things on a spiritual plane that many politicians don't want to talk about. Frankly, because the university campus have, uh, campuses have made so much fun about uh, at them, you know, try to ridicule them. But you talk about the founding fathers, the documents, there were self-evident truth about who we are as a people, as a country, as our belief system. And we, like you said, the public educational system, it, it, it came under assault, strong assault in the 1840s. And it came under assault because there were people... There were teachers, and, and they were trying to unionize who saw that having a public educational system would provide them with constant supply of money and security. It was never about the children. It was never about that. And we're seeing it fully materialized today in, 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 in our society. Yes. The first thing you do when you want to infiltrate a country to communism or Marxism or socialism you hijack the educational system and you start brainwashing the children. You look at California. Why are you teaching these children transgender identity? I mean, this is Satanism. Listen, I call it the way it is. I'm not a politician. I'm a radio host that speaks truth to power. Okay? We have Satanism going on in our schools. We look at the Grammys. You said it earlier, we are going through a spiritual warfare between God and the devil. Who do you want to be on your side, people? Do you want to be on the side of God or the side of the devil? Well, we know the devil is tempting. We know that he makes it easier for you, okay? But, you know, God says we have the promise of eternity if we follow him. See, we have to really... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go. This is your show. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but that's it right there. No, I'm listening to you. But that's the yeah. thing. That's where – but we, we are trying – when you look at the founders, the founders said it best. George Washington said it best. Morality and religion is key. You cannot remove religion from schools, from politics, or the home and have a flourishing society. It says our constitution, John Adams says our constitution was made for a moral group of people and is fit for no – is inadequate for any other. That's what John Adams says. So the the key to who we are is our strength in our religious beliefs. It's not about a theocracy. It's, Amen. It's our belief system. Yes, and what the left and the Democrats are doing is altering the belief system that God has already laid down for us to follow. And I have a quote, identity politics will never move the bar of real reform. It will only further divide a nation. And that's why my platform and candidates like yourself, it's important that we're heard because we talk about the real issues and we talk about the real solutions. We don't pontificate. We don't placate to the audience. We speak truth to power. And that's what makes your candidacy, that's what makes my show different. We talk about problems. We talk about solving them. We talk about families. We talk about religion. This is the foundation, as you said, to this country. When you break that down, you lose a country. 
Yes. And you know, before we, before we had the United States, every state in this country, their preamble started with a Bible verse. Every single one that was formed. You know, people need uh, to really grasp that. I, I'm a, a few years older than you, and when I was in school, I remember as a kid doing prayer and doing the Pledge of Allegiance in the 60s. I I looked forward to being one of the kids to raise the flag. We took turns in public school. Who was going to raise the flag and lower the flag at the beginning and end of the day? My patriotism did not start as a grown man. I was grown and born into patriotism from my late father, who was a Republican, Navy veteran, and patriot, but also from school, from the foundation of the public schools, teaching me to respect the flag, recognizing God. And like you said, when you take that dynamic out of the structure of our society, that is going to be the beginning of our decline. And I thank you for standing up, for speaking truth to power, because we need more public servants like you and less politicians that have lip service and deliver nothing. Go ahead. And you know, and you, when you say, you know, how you use truth to power, I love listening to the left talking about speaking truth to power. There's no truth to power apart from God. There's no Amen. truth to power apart from the cross, for, you know, for Christians. That's, yes. the, that's the truth to power. That's what we've been predicated on. And, and, and the sad thing about it is, you know, um, you, you look back in history and, you know, the powers that be has always been to try to recreate a society apart from God, and it has never worked. Every society that's been constructed apart from the principles of God somehow self-destructs. Every single one. Who was, and, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what is it that we're missing? But then I start seeing you have to break their families apart first, put them in pain, anguish, divide us, so we don't see the truth, we don't see the reality. And that's why, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, I did an interview this morning, and the whole thing was to try to bring me, you know, talk about the election with President Trump and 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 then you know, um, President Biden. It was all about that. And I'm like, what does the executive have to do with the condition, the failed condition of my congressional district that's been that way since the, the, the 70s? You know, the late 60s and 70s. Why? Why you? Why me? My views on the the whole. What happened on January 6th? Why, how does that affect my constituents? You know, how does questioning the, the integrity of the election, you know, saying, hey, we need to look at what really happened? You know, yes, what is right, it, see, why is it you're mm-hmm. trying to bring that point up when what we need to be talking about is the freaking struggles that these people have been dealing with year in, year out after voting for politicians who are vote for me because of my color? Vote because I'm black. Vote for me because I'm, I look like you. Vote, you know. Because he's a political commentator, not a public servant commentator. See, I'm here. At, I'm here to be a conduit for the community and for people like you to solve problems. I'm not here for politics. I'm here 
to bring truth to power. I'm here for us to talk about solving problems. This, is not, this show is not about promoting Chauncey or promoting Donald Trump or promoting politics. This show is about promoting people. Yes. yes. This show and is about trying about... to save our nation. These are critical issues. We don't have time anymore to play politics. And please, don't mention that show's name, but I guarantee that that show was left-leaning, and I guarantee it was a liberal or a Democrat. Because you're talking about problems, you're not talking about solutions. Stop trying to divide us and talk about how we can solve this nation. That's the problem with people. Yep. We've got to yes. do the tough, you know, we have to ask the tough questions and work through to get the tough answers. That's the only way we're going to save this nation. We're, there's no kumbaya moment anymore. We got too much work to do. Now you got me excited. <laughs> yeah, but you got me fired up. But see, that's what this show is about. This show is about is. realism, truth, the people. Yes. People don't want to hear from I mean, politicians. I'm, you know? Yeah, I'm talking and I don't have... about the, the condition. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah I'm, talking, right. I'm t- yeah, I'm talking about the condition of my district. You're talking about President Trump and Biden. Exactly. What the? <laughs> see? <laughs> You know, you know, I'm like, man, just get off of that. Get off of the smoke and mirrors. Exactly. 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 You know, I know that you, know, you don't have much time. Uh, so whenever I know your schedule's tight, uh, we have 17 minutes yeah, left. But if but if you want to uh, make it shorter, because I know you have a time crunch, that's fine. So I'll I'll let you continue just to be mild, you know mindful of the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 gonna probably cut it in about three minutes. Okay, yeah, because, <laughs> because we could do an hour, yeah. hour and a half. That's right. We're going. Yes. <laughs> uh, 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 yes. So, yeah, hold on. No, no, no worries. I listen. You're busy. Yeah. So, but yeah. The, so the the situation for me is: look, go to BernardForCongress.com. We need Republicans. We have an opportunity to to actually do some meaningful change, bring about some meaningful changes in Congressional District Two. But we have to get out. We have to vote. We have to do what's right. We, you know, but we can't sit here and continue to complain about the Democrats, Democrats. When and when the Democrats give us an opportunity to do something. We miss it. You know, we, we, we can't do that. So that's thank where you. we are right now. And Thank um, you for thank coming you. on the Jordan. show. Yeah, I know that you're extremely busy. I know that your chief of staff is probably saying we have to go to the next event. Um, thank yes. you for coming on our show. We will keep you and your family in our prayers. We wish you the best of luck tomorrow in the election, no matter what the outcome I would like to have you back on the show to talk about the outcome, to talk about the election, and to talk about these issues. Because these issues are not going to go away unless we continue to address and, and attack them. So your yeah. road and, your road to public service is just beginning, and I want to be on that ride and that journey with you. And whatever I can do to help promote your message to the people to bring about change, you have my support. All right. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Right. God bless you, and have Thank a blessed day, and good luck tomorrow. You're listening to The Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're always right, never left. We are the people's news and commentary. We did a special show today for 
Clanston Bernard, an immigrant from Jamaica that has reached the American dream. Businessman, entrepreneur, two-time Olympian in track, went to Louisiana uh, State University. Uh, His election is tomorrow. Please come out and vote for change and come out and vote for Claston A. Bernard for U.S. Congress and Louisiana 2nd District. I want to thank all of my callers and listeners for tuning in today. Please join us every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, where we always bring you the truth. We don't have politicians on our show. We have public servants on our show that talk about solving problems and not talking about the problems in and of itself. You can follow The Chauncey Show on Facebook, Twitter. On Twitter, actually, it's Chauncey Show USA because they suspended my Chauncey Show account. Um, You can follow us on Parler. Um, Also, on all the major, and also on all the podcasts, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, you can listen to us across all podcasts. Uh, please, uh, we need your support. Please help us by making your small donations so we can continue to speak truth to power. Uh, as you know, we do this at no cost. We don't accept uh, any uh, special interest money or we have no political acts to grind. So we depend on people like you to help us out. So please, whatever you can afford, five, ten, you know, whatever you can afford, whatever you're conscious please uh, make a small donation to PayPal me, the Chauncey show and whoever makes a donation. We put the list of, of uh, donors or supporters up on our website to be thankful. And for security reasons, we only put the first initial and last name of our donors. We want to thank all of our supporters. We want to thank all of the frontline workers, you know, for fighting this disease. We keep all of you in our prayer. Shabbat Shalom. Have a blessed weekend. Enjoy your Sabbath. And until next time, keep the faith. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Ruston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.